0: This episode is brought to you by a brand new sponsor of the show, Picmonic. Picmonic is an audiovisual learning system with unforgettable stories and characters to help you remember everything you need to know for PT school and beyond. Used by over 1.5 million students all over the world, Picmonic is perfect for streamlining your studying in an efficient manner. Listeners of the show can use the promo code SNACKBREAK in all caps for a 20% discount. And first-time users can start today for free getting access to one learning objective and one PicMonic quiz per day forever at zero cost. Available on iOS, Android, and desktop. Once again, listeners of the show can use the promo code SNACKBREAK in all caps at checkout. Happy studying. Let's get right into the show. Right, Welcome to the second episode of Snack Breaks with OrthoSnacks, um, where, where we interview physical therapists, fitness professionals, and health and wellness experts. My guest today, Matt Castero. Matt has been Someone I really look up to as a role model, someone I admire, uh, and someone who has played a tremendous role in my life over the past year in helping me pass the CSCS exam and then giving me um, some different different recommendations for my clinicals, which has been good. Um, But Matt has had a very busy past year, got married, congratulations, Uh, graduated from The Ohio State University with his DPT, and he is actually planning on not taking the boards Um, So he's going to be focusing a lot on his brainchild over the last four years, which has been the movement system uh, platform to give a lot of different resources for individuals looking to learn more about strength and conditioning, as well as um, take and pass the CSUS exams. Welcome, Matt. How are you? Doing well. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah. It sounds like you've been doing a lot of traveling since graduation, too. Yeah.
1: Would have been some of the best places you've been so far. Um, You know, I just did a road trip from Columbus to Las Vegas, which is actually a, about a four-day trip, depending on how you split it up. Um, some great cities along the way, you know, St. Louis, uh, stuff in Kansas City, uh, Denver, you know, got to see the mountains a little bit, and, uh, you know, it was a good trip.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So I'm back in St. Louis now. Oh, Definitely. yeah. Definitely jealous of your ability to travel. I think we had three days off between clinicals and class. Yeah, uh, yeah. First, yeah, so... Definitely jealous. But that's awesome. So my followers are gonna be most interested uh, in learning kind of how the CSCS can benefit someone on their track to get their DPT, um, kind of what are the benefits to having your CSCS on top of the DPT? Um, so I guess I'll just play devil's advocate here for a minute. What would you say to an individual who um, is in a DPT program and thinking, okay, I'm getting a lot of exposure to, you know, um, different different classes are teaching me how the body moves. I'm learning about a lot of different conditions. Um, what benefit would the CSCS give me on top of all
1: this? Yeah, I mean, there's uh, there's some overlap, not a, uh, a ton, maybe uh, but maybe if you, sorry, maybe if you had a uh, Venn diagram, there's some overlap between DPT education and uh, you know the CSCS material, but maybe that overlap is 20%, mm-hmm. um, meaning that you know, in PT school, you're going to learn about rehab and rehabilitation of injuries. So sure, you know, stages of recovery and stuff like that, you might learn in PT school, but out of the 20 some chapters of the CSCS material, there's you know 16 of them that are not covered in physical therapy school, including, you know, program design for endurance athletes, program design for plyometrics, uh, resistance training principles, um, you know muscle physiology, maybe you get a little touch of, but just getting into more advanced muscle physiology and the principles of hypertrophy versus strength versus power training, and and how neuromuscular adaptations actually work. Um, there's a lot, of, a lot to learn there. And uh, one of the big principles that I ended up taking away from from you know extensively learning the CSES material was that you know in a in a rehab setting, a lot of times we're trying to fix. Um, Issues that are really workload management related with movement retraining solutions. Meaning that we're trying to retrain a movement pattern that isn't a problem. Like if we just managed the workload appropriately for this athlete in the first place, they wouldn't have ran into the problem because they're they're in the clinic because they're uh, they started to run 18 miles a day or 18 miles a week. You know when they were chronically running four, right? Well, that's an acute to chronic workload ratio of like. Uh, for at four and a half or something like that, like that's obviously gonna get them into an injury. You know, you don't really need to train their glutes or like, you know, fix their, uh, you know, hamstring or anything like that. You just need to get them in, into an appropriately progressed program, right? And that is like, you know, that workload mismanagement is, is honestly a large percentage of, of young people in physical therapy that don't see a, a ton of benefit and think, oh, PT didn't work for me. Well, you know, it wasn't the right, uh, they were trying to solve the wrong problem, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's, there's, um, I think a lot of benefit to learning strength conditioning, especially program design and um, some of the fundamental principles, fr- fundamental principles there.
0: Yeah, I would definitely agree with you. Some of the overlap, especially for someone who maybe has uh, an exercise, exercise science degree for undergrad, um, but just there's, there's a big lack in terms of teaching programming for sure within physical therapy programs. I felt like that was something I definitely learned a lot from both your course as well as just my studying. So that's awesome. Uh, My next question and thing I want to talk about a little bit is, so the movement system has been going on for about four years now. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. So I actually, I I started the movement system while applying to physical therapy school because somewhere in the uh, process of applying to physical therapy school, I, I got the idea that, well, maybe if I use the terminology, in the APTA or whatever, mm-hmm. in my application, like I use that wording, um, it'll it'll help my application, right? And, and somewhere in there, it said like the human movement system. And I'm like, you know, that has a good ring to it. Let's check if that's available on Instagram. And then I ended up, mm-hmm. uh, you know, years later, kind of running with it and trademarking now and, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. Yeah, but <clears throat> just
0: prepping for this, I was looking through some of your first posts. First post, November 24, 2017, you're going over some different shoes for lifting. Nice. And I, just think, it, I just think it's crazy to see you know, how much you've changed, how much you've evolved, just so evolved over just those last four years. Um, so I'm curious, was there ever a point along the way in kind of developing your brand, building your online presence, that you were questioning whether or not it was something you were gonna go through with? Or I guess what were some of the main challenges you faced along the way?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think um, you, know, you should explore a lot of different ideas. Especially whenever you're you're super young, even now, like I should explore different ideas. And I tried, um, you know, a ton of different things through through the last like five years, whether that be like personal training, group training, online training, um, you know, getting in, into like a strength and conditioning role at a high school, um, some different like stuff in business and marketing. Like I've tried a lot of different things, and I think that's actually a really good idea. People think it's a waste of time if you try thing something and you spend you know, five, 10 hours a week for a couple months, and then you dump it. But honestly, like, that's what you should do. You should try a bunch of different things, knowing okay. that you're gonna waste some of your time and then and then stick with, um, you know, what what sticks. So um, I think it's been a combination of trying a lot of different things, but then also sticking with the, the main thing, which for me, the main thing has been the movement system. So consistently putting out content for a few years. Now, um, you know, really beneficial.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. Um, one of my mentors, I always like to bring up the idea of every time you try a different venture, things like that, it's just it's getting more reps, it's like you're in the gym, and all those reps are gonna eventually accumulate to something um, pretty amazing in your case with the movement system. So um, definitely something to be said for having, for getting a lot of different experiences and being able to use those um, together in some capacity moving forward. So definitely cool stuff. Um, then, so the next thing we'll do is break into the five questions that I'll ask all the guests I'm having on Snack Break. Uh, the first question being, Matt, what is your key to a successful day?
1: Um, yeah, so you know this is this has changed a ton from, from PT school to being out of PT school now with a, a ton more free time. Um, and I think it boils down to just doing something that gives you short-term progress and something that gives you long-term progress. Uh, I think one big takeaway was that, um, like, even in clinicals and stuff, I was, I was kind of thinking that I needed or or I desired like something that was vastly different than what I was doing, because I'm like, Oh, I'm in the and stuck in the clinic. And for me, I don't like feeling stuck in one place for, you know, a schedule of hours every week after week. Uh, But I think for most people, like, a small change is really what they're looking for. Like, it's it's all kind of relative. So if you can be, you know, give yourself a little bit more time freedom, I think that's a, you know, a big thing or just a a small change. So I think making progress on something short term and making progress on something long term every day is Mm -hmm. a big key there. Okay,
0: awesome. Um, Next question is, what do you wish someone would have told
1: you five years ago that you think would have been extremely beneficial? Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is one I thought about a lot. And um, I think the idea of uh, plausibility is really important. And um, the plausibility of, of career paths and like what you're doing day to day And plausibility, I just mean by that, that like you want to have, um, like be able to see someone doing something uh, and then understand that you could do that, which sounds so simple. But uh, if you just see over and over again, everybody doing the, going the same route, whether that be, you know, doing PT school, then taking their boards and getting an entry level job and then moving up in the clinic and then, you know, networking with other people in the PT profession. like, if that's all that you see, then that's all you think you can do. Um, But just seeing other people take alternative paths is really beneficial because that plausibility in your mind uh, opens up and then you see different opportunities to pursue. Um, So I just think, yeah, just doing different uh, things than what's necessarily like the traditional path, um, really important. Yeah. And I think
0: also, too, just with the internet, I mean, you can connect with people so easily if there's someone um, that you see who's doing something you want to do. Don't be afraid to reach out and connect and then kind of serve as motivation and kind of propel you forward a little bit. So good stuff. Um, is there any book or product in particular over the last three months that you feel like has really positively impacted
1: your life? Yeah, so I, I put the book down, Essentialism. And I think this is a really good one because, you know, it turns out that most of what you do, and this is going to be my quote here for, for the next question. <laughs> yep. uh, I pulled a quote out of the book. You can't underestimate or you cannot overestimate the unimportance of practically everything. And I think that's a really important quote, because like day to day, uh, if you like, think about what matters, and and you're looking at your current week right now, you're probably going to think like 80%, 90% of what you're doing is really important. Mm -hmm. And that's probably not true. Like, to be honest, like, probably like 10% or 20% of what you're actually doing is really, you know, meaningful and important. And I think it actually takes like, you know, certain moments to like wake you up, whether that be like some, you know, dramatic life event or like something that goes on in the world. To kind of make you realize that sometimes, but but really like you have to understand that maybe like ten or twenty percent of what you do is really important, and eighty percent of the stuff that you're doing you can just kind of let it flow by without worrying about it too much um, I think if you get caught up too much in that eighty percent of the stuff uh, you can get bogged down so yeah, yeah okay,
0: so would you say <clears throat> then that twenty percent kind of varies person to person on what they think is important, or
1: do you think there's some
0: um, overlap between people in terms of what that 20% should be?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, like, different stuff's important to different people. So it's kind of hard to say, like, um, you know, you'd have to really take a good look at your day and like, think about like, what is impacting? Like, what do you, what are like the few moments throughout the week that you actually really, really loved? What are the few moments throughout the week where you felt fulfilled? What are the few moments throughout the entire week where you felt like you know, you were doing what you're meant to do. Um, and and maybe for some people that does make up 40 50% of their week, you know, but I think for most people, that boils down to a smaller portion of what they're doing. And they, they can um, kind of let some of the other fluff flow through and, uh, you know, focus on what's important.
0: Yeah, that that's awesome advice. Because um, I think in general, we just have the tendency to get so wrapped up in overanalyzing, micromanaging, just the day to day. So I think that that's great to hear and allow us to kind of take a step back and reconsider what might be more, might be more important to focus of our attention on. Um, last question I have for you, a signature question of the podcast. Matt Castoro,
1: what is your favorite snack? Um, yeah, so I, I went with fruit on this one and that's a pretty big <laughs> big category. Uh, uh, but I love all fruits, you know, strawberries, blueberries, uh, pineapple, watermelon. Um, you know, I eat a smoothie pretty much every day. So, fruits would okay. be my, my go to there. And then maybe like Ben and Jerry's ice cream would be another good one. Awesome. Half baked. If we're talking about physical border. snacks. What'd you say? You were talking about like physical snacks, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure.
0: Um, <laughs> thank you. I really appreciate you coming on and talking to me today. Uh, you're doing a lot of great stuff that I really admire. Do you have anything to say to any of my followers what you saw in here?
1: Um, no, man, like, thanks for having me on that. Uh, you know, just, you know, it's always good to see like one day at a time, just putting a little bit of value into the world and, uh, you know, seeing what comes back to you. Like, you know, it adds up over time.
0: Yeah, and if anyone is interested, you can get more information about passing, taking and passing exam by following Matt at the movement system on Instagram. He's got awesome awesome videos on YouTube too as well. So appreciate you taking the time to talk
1: with me and have a great rest of your day. Yeah you too. Take care. Yep. Bye.